Hello, Tommy. How are you doing? And welcome to this week's Sideline Ball. How are you? I'm very good, Aidan. Very good. That's the stuff. That's the stuff. And I'd also like to welcome all the listeners to this podcast as well. So, yeah, it's been it's been an interesting season at inter-county level, a very brief season. Uh, what would normally stretch out to several months it has been condensed into into two or three months, which is... Uh, you know, and that that's including the um, that's including the preseason training and all that. So, but yeah, we're nearing we're nearing the business end now at the two semi the two All Ireland Senior Football Championship semi-finals this week, and uh, the same pairing as we said in the last uh, podcast as back in the nineteen back in the nineteen twenties, back in nineteen twenty. That's right, Aidan. You go back to hundreds of years ago. We have the first semi-finals that were back there then. And in fairness, look, we look, we look to the the first game Saturday. Cavan in Dublin. Cavan won the All Ireland 33, 35. They won the famous one in forty-seven in the Polar Grounds in New York. They won in forty-eight, and they won in fifty-two. They won also this year. Beat Manhattan. They beat Antrim. They beat Down, and they beat Donegal. In fairness, they're there on merit. It was their forty-eight also title this year. So, in fairness, like they have. They, they had players there the last day against Donegal, Raymond Galligan. They had the likes of Patrick Parker and Thomas Thomas Galligan, who stood up there and they wore their shirts. And in fairness, they, they won the final on merit to get there, in fairness. That's it. But I, I mean, to be fair, in the semi-final as well, they really they really came out of the blocks early from, from the from the from the minute the ball was thrown in, right, throughout the game. I know Donegal had their purple patches, and maybe Donegal had their their chances to win it, but they didn't take it. I mean, you, you could say really in in that game that Cavan were more clinical in front of goal, like when it came to shot taking. They were indeed. And, you know, Cavan came out in the second half that day, look, and they got in front of Donegal. And, you know, in fairness, they dug deep and they got the scores at the important time. And there's some players that stood up like, and in fairness, look, taking that away from Donegal, look, they gave it their all on the day, look, and maybe they might have underperformed as well. But, Take nothing away from Kevin's win. Look, they're they're also champions. Look, and in fairness, they're there, they're duly there on a, on a huge effort that they put through and also this year and going through and taking out Manhattan, Antrim, Down, and Donegal. That's it. It's, it wasn't a bad feat, and of course, but they they do have very talented footballers in that starting lineup, and uh, you know, COVID permitting and all that with all with all four teams. Uh, in the All Ireland semi final this weekend, you know they'll be able to fin- they'll be able to um, feel their strongest teams, and it should be uh, two more very two more very interesting games. If if it is that if it's anything like the uh, the hurling All Ireland semi finals last last weekend, we'd be in for a great we'd be in for a great weekend of sport. We are indeed, but in fairness, Kevin come here now next weekend. Look, and they're taking on Dublin, who are going for six in a row. Dublin are after winning 10 Linster titles in a row. They're going for their 30th All-Ireland. In fairness, look, they've ran through Linster this year. They've whitewashed Leash. They came out. They were 16 points up against Meath at halftime and they demolished them off, winning by 21 points. So they're a team that are playing very well and that have found a few players as well. And being truthful to you, I can't see anyone stopping Dublin. They have a massive pick all together and the way the type of football that they're playing, it's going to take a huge effort or maybe an underperformance from Dublin Hello. Hello. Yeah. 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 That's right. Yeah, because uh, it it'll be uh, it'll be very hard to see uh, to see them beating 
uh, Dublin in the in the semi final, but uh, you know you never know on the day. You never know what can happen, but uh, you'd imagine that. Uh, well, everyone will be tipping tipping Dublin to win it anyway. Maybe that's a kind of a good thing from a cabin point of view because they can go in uh, with no expectations, and I, I suppose they can. Uh, that means that they can express themselves, and uh, they don't have the they won't have the shackles on them. I suppose from them. From the from the aspect that they're playing uh, Dublin, they'll want to keep the score down for which uh, very few uh, very few teams are able to do against Dublin. So, but uh, yeah, they're 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 a good side, Kevin, and it'll make for an interesting game. But I suppose really from from the other side, from the other point of view, the other semi final, the Mayo versus uh, Mayo versus Tipperary, uh, is a historic year for the for the um from the, for the Tipperary. Footballers more so than the hurlers, you know. But um, yeah, it should be a, a great game. A great game. Uh, you know, history makers. They, you know, Tipperary would be going in there full of confidence after winning a, what was a very good, a very interesting monster final. Well, Tipperary are going to Crow Park the next day, and in fairness, they're going to give it their all. And we've seen this Tipperary team this year after an eighty-five year gap. They won a monster title and they won it on merit. And they had the likes of Brian Fox, Conor Sweeney and Mike Quinn-Living who stood up there and when it was counted. And in fairness, they gave it their all and they beat Cock on merit on the day. Like they can go forward now into the, into the semi-final meeting a Mayo team who have to come back after beating Galway. And in fairness, they have as good a chance as any on the day. That's it. And I suppose, you, you know, Galway had a... You know, they, they were more convincing. They were They were convincing... Performance-wise, they were convincing winners in the county in the Connacht final, but the scoreline wouldn't have suggested that they only won by a point. Um, you know, it's it's a higher level now. It's the All Ireland semi-final. They'll have to be more convincing. Um, they'll have to be more convincing in in the semi-final if they're to get over. Um, you know, Mayo will obviously be favourites, but uh, I wouldn't I wouldn't rule out a surprise in this one. Well, I wouldn't rule out a surprise, but I'll say one thing about Mayo. They're a very, very, very good side when they get to Crow Park. I mean, they have a mixture there. They have Keith Higgins, David O'Shea, they have experience of Lee Keegan, you know, they have, they have Tom Parsons, they have Paddy Duck, and, you know, they have Killian O'Connor. They, they, have, they have a few household names that have been there. They have Connor Loftus. They know what it takes is to get the final look. And in fairness, they, they've, they've been winning this year. They haven't been very, very impressive. I thought they looked better in the league. You know, the, the game against Galway, they, they, they were lucky to get over the line. But once they get the crow path, they're a different animal altogether. That's it. And I suppose that, that's that's the way it is. You know, they have uh, they have the experience of Crow Park, which is a big pitch. And maybe, you know, it's I suppose the last time Tipperary played in Crow Park was back in uh, twenty. 20, 2016, I think it was. They, they actually played Mayo again that day. That's well, right, Jared. That's so, right, uh, But you know, you know, so that that'll that'll make it very interesting. And I suppose, really, you know, if things had went uh, Tipperary's way that day, they could they might have won that day. But as you said, this is a very good uh, this is a very good Mayo team, and uh, you know, it could be it could be another uh, Dublin versus uh, Dublin versus Mayo. All Ireland final, and we all know what they're like. But you can't rule out either Cavan or or. Uh, no, no, you can't. But on form, in fairness, going forward to the weekend, Mayo look, Mayo look like you know that they have the experience, they have the players, they've been there in the past. You know, in fairness, like I mean, in fairness, like they have some great players now. Mayo look that they they they, they were hairs breadth from winning the All Ireland the last couple of years. 
they're after rebuilding, they're after finding a few players. They weren't overly impressive in Connick this year, being truthful to but come here, they're there. They're having as good a chance as any. They're taking on a temporary team who created history the last day. And in fairness, it should be an outstanding game and the Tobin can play football. I think it'll be a very good game of open football. I think the Tobin can go and play a cracking game of football. And there's no reason why um, why Tipperary should go into this game in awe, in awe of Mayo because, I mean, they're, they're history makers now that they won the, the Munster title. They have, a, they have some very handy footballers. And, you know, they're, they're going in with the confidence of being uh, monster, monster, monster champions, which I suppose in 2016 when they played Mayo the last time, they didn't have that. Um, you know, they they got in via the qualifiers. So this, you know, the, I think I think they're actually a better side this year than they were back in 2016. Um, oh, they are. They're a better, they're a better, they're a better side this year. They are in fairness, and they play well as a unit as, as a unit as well. I even watched them this year as well, and I watched them against Limerick. Like they have never said die attitude, really. In fairness, like and they keep on attacking, you know, and they can. They can offload the ball well as well. And I mean, they have a good forward line inside as well. And give them enough, them boys enough of, of, of the ball inside, like winning them, and they'll do damage to you. But the only thing about Mayo, I will say about Mayo, they're very strong defensively, like, and you, you've seen that down through the years, like with Mayo, they, they can set up very good in the back. And I mean, in fairness, I mean, Tipperary will go there to Crow Park the weekend. They know there's, re- there's no real pressure on Tipperary the weekend. They'll go out and they'll give it their all. And I mean, come here, if they win, they win. If they come up short, it's, it's been a fantastic year from really to win Munster. That's it, and uh, you know it'll it'll make for a very a very good one. But uh, yeah, so I suppose really lo- looking at both matches for both teams, um, where where do you see the strengths and weaknesses of the? I suppose first of all, Dublin and um, the Dublin and uh, oh, Dublin and uh, Cavan. Well, I suppose really, in fairness, there haven't been really any weaknesses in this in this Dublin team. They've got a, an entree of players. I mean, in fairness, like he can pick from maybe 30 players there, from players sitting on the benches holding four and five All Ireland medals. I mean, they're very, very strong. They found a few new players like Robbie McDade and they found a few more young fellas as well. So I don't think Dublin have any real weaknesses and they've, they've shown no real weaknesses this year. I think Dublin are better this year than what they were two or three years ago. They seem to be playing some fantastic football. They're going forward, they're passing the ball around like there's no tomorrow. They're going up scoring like there's a house on fire at the background from every time they get the ball. They're going up straight away. They're defending like there's no tomorrow. I mean, they're going forward. They're playing fantastic football. People will say, okay, they might have beaten all teams. They beat Meath. They beat Leash. They're doing nothing wrong. They're beating, they're beating teams that you can only beat what's put in front of you. They're getting the results. And in fairness to the manager, he's found a few new players. And in fairness, they're what they all Ireland, what they all Ireland favourites. And I'll tell you, it's going to take a massive either underperformance or from them to get beat the weekend because I think the way they're going, you know, I mean, they haven't been tested. That's it. And, uh, you know, as, as a comedian once said, the way, as Connor Sketches once said, you know, um, the way they're going, they, they should be playing in Europe as well. Huh? I, uh, but in fairness, the like, in fairness, like, I remember when Kerry were winning in the 70s and Mick O'Dwyer used to always say, lads, there's 21 counties against us. Lots of people want Dublin, you know, you'd have a lot of negativity by some people that say, oh, we'd love to see the Dubs being turned over or this being turned over. Look, it's up to every individual county to go up there and take their chance, you know. And I mean, in fairness, Kevin are after coming out of Ulster. They're after beating some very good teams. They have a lot of experience under their belt. They're going as the underdog the next day, look. They're going and they're going with an attitude, look. They're going to give it their all. 
And in fairness, look, it will take a massive performance by, by, by Cavan to beat this Dublin team. This Dublin team are playing outstanding football at the moment. They're going for six in a row. They won 10 Linsers in a row. They're after winning 29 All-Ireland titles. They're there on merit. That's it. And uh, I suppose, really, the strengths and weaknesses uh, of Mayo and Tipperary as well in the other semi-final. Well, I suppose, really, I suppose, really, the only thing about, you, you, you see, Mayo, Mayo beat Galway this year. They beat, they beat the Galway team this year. There was supposed to be an awful lot expected of. But Galway went to that, that Galway went to the final this year without having a game, you know. So I think Mayo have a few games under their belt in the league as well, you know, and they, they, they got a small bit of experience. You know? The only thing about Mayo, you know, what's cost them the, the, the games in the last couple of years has been their forwards, you know. They, 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 on, on the big day, they, they seem to miss an awful lot of wides and they can't get it together on the forward line. But I think no open championship the next year, I think they'll win there with an attitude, you know, look, they're, they're after winning Connacht like and they're coming through now and they can see, look, that there was a huge upset in Munster this year, look, and they're going to win, look, and they're going to give it their all. But I think, like, you could you could be looking at teams all day picking out strengths and weaknesses and strengths and weaknesses. But the only thing about Mayo, they've found a couple of players as well, which going forward like will help them to to progress and trying to win an All Ireland. That's it, because I mean, you know, when it, when it gets to this stage of the championship, it's all about really on the day. It's all you on can the do day. All the yeah. training and all the preparation. Yeah, you can do all the preparation and all the analysis and this that and the other, but. You know, we've seen it a number of times this season where play, where managers make last-minute decisions or they, they kind of, you know, they have a dummy team on the programme and next thing they, they kind of drop one or two players off the team and bring in bring in two or three other players. And, you know, that, that could happen. So, like, even the best laid plans, you, you could have planned for player A, B and C and next thing those players mightn't be in the team at all and next thing that, you know, you might have to make changes to the team for that. So, like, and as I say, once the two, two teams go past that that, that white line, the, the sideline, anything can happen. And, you know, all four teams are there on merit and anything can happen on the day. It can, but if you look at Dublin, like, Dublin haven't, like, Dublin can look to their bench on the sideline if, and if anything goes wrong when I'm on the day, they can bring on the players. They have a very, very, very strong bench altogether. Jesus, they have an almighty bench. And I mean, he could pick two teams, like he could pick two players to each individual place spot that he has. Like players are crying out to get games. Like he'll name a start in 15 and probably they'll all go out and give it their all. And I mean, you'd really want to be playing very bad to be taken off in fairness. But I think in fairness, Dublin, look, they have the bench and they have the players to win the All-Ireland. That's it, because I suppose really with Dublin, the players that they have, Throughout the game, like I mean, they've done it for the last five or six years and even beyond, to be fair to them. Um, you know, they don't just bring on subs for the sake of it. And I've said it in a few interviews as well. They, they're, they're actually strategic. They're at certain, they're at key times throughout the games. It's about bringing on fresh legs more, more so than, you know, to see out the game more so than if a play, substituting a player because they play badly. It's, it's all about... It is. It's all about tactics. Up. And I mean... The water break helps a lot of these teams as well and they can see if the players are getting tired. And then it's up to the manager on the sideline to bring on the fresh legs, you know, in the last quarter and stuff like that. And it, look, winning these matches are all down to tactics too sometimes, you know? That's it. And uh, you mean, I mean, that's, uh, you know, it's at certain point, at certain points of the game, bringing on fresh legs to see out the game 
Um, I suppose for pace wise as well, like you know, where the other team might be getting tired and they just want to see uh, Dublin want to close out the game, so they bring out, but they don't just bring them on for the sake of it, they're, they're actually strategic, as in in certain areas of the you know, in certain positions, so they're not just brought on willy nilly at certain times, it's it's about uh, where the key areas is, or you know, what players are tiring as well. Like the Dublin management know, they're told, they tell their players, look, before they go out in the field, lads, you go out there to do a job. You go out, you give it your all. Look, if they can see the players fading in the last 15 or 20 minutes, they've got fresh legs, very strong players on the bench, which they can adapt to and bring them on for each position as well. So, I mean, everything is going in Dublin's way. They have the bench and they have the players. And, you know, in fairness, they're going to take some beating. That's it. And... Uh... Well, it's it's going to be it's going to be two two great games to look forward to watching, and uh, I'm sure we look we look forward to discussing the the results next week. Yeah, and hopefully, you know, look as I said, look, it's been a year of shocks, look, and we're delighted to look to see any football going ahead this year, look, and look with all the restrictions and stuff like that, look, it's all about staying safe, look, and all the players and all their families, look, and it's great, look, to see the football on television, look, and and to see the Holland, look, and it's great there that I can come on here and talk to you about the football, look. And in fairness, look, it's going to take a huge shock to beat Dublin this year, look, in fairness. It's a year of shocks already, but in fairness, look, everything is in Dublin's favour, look. And in fairness, to have the players, look, and I, I've been true with you, I can't see them being stopped. That's it. Well, listen, thanks very much for doing that, and we look forward to talking to you again next week. No problem, Aidan. Thank you very, very much. Thank you. No, no problem. Thanks very much.